0: Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast weekly pregame
1: show with your host, Clifton Grooves. Welcome, everybody, to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooves. This is our week 11 pregame show. And we're in the semifinals of districts in Missouri, and we're getting into district into state play in Kansas. So let's not waste any time. We're going to start off our pregame show with Class Five District Eight. We're going to go ahead. We're going to run down some scores and stuff in Class Five District Eight from last week and. We're gonna go ahead and start with our only game that took place in the district last week. That was number three Staley, hosting number six Ford Osage. The Falcons won that football game. 31 to 21 was the final there. They advanced to beat the two C Park Hill South, who 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 Central had to cancel their game on that Friday. So Park Hill South was able to advance to the next round. So it would be Park Hill South hosting Staley in the semifinal round. North Kansas City was also supposed to host Oak Park, but the Northmen had to cancel their game early, late in the week also. So North Kansas City got to move on and take on the number 1 seed, Platt County. So that game will be this week also. So let's break down our games from this week. Starting with the top of the bracket, it is the 4 seed, North Kansas City Hornets. They're going to be facing the number one seed of Platte County Pirates. We're going to start out our interviews with the number one seed in the district, the Platte County Pirates, and their head coach, Bill Oots. We'll get his interview coming up here right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We're talking Class 5, District 8. We got the number one seed of the district, the Platte County Pirate head coach, Bill Oots, with us. Coach, how are you doing?
0: Very good. Thank you for having us.
1: Oh, pleasure. Pleasure. Um, Coach, um, I know we talked a little bit about it um, last week whenever we interviewed you for the first time that um, you guys had a bye week heading into the district with your guys' outstanding play in the regular season. Um, What were some things you really worked on in practice this week? And um, what were your biggest goals out of um, practice during the bye week?
0: Well, you know, we going into the bye, um, and and really we didn't know who we were going to play. Obviously we knew it was going to be one of two teams. Um, so we've really focused this week on just doing some, uh, you know, basic drill work, keeping the kids fresh. Um, really, kind of having a good time with it. It was very—I uh, I wouldn't say it was relaxed. We very rarely relaxed, but at the same time, without the prep and the stress of the prep uh, for who we were going to play, uh, we were able to get some, some just some, some fun stuff, you know. So uh, it was a lot lighter mood, I guess, if you will, and and uh, we were able to it was just kind of a nice refresh button going into the playoffs. So um I think it, I think we handled it well. Uh we'll see, you know, like I, I mentioned before, you know, with us moving from class 4 to 5, we we've never had an opportunity for a bye. So um so this is our first one. So I guess we'll learn from it, but um but uh, it was overall a, a good week and like I said it was it was relaxed, the weather kind of cooperated and, and uh, it was it was good. I think kids enjoyed it.
1: Absolutely. Coach, uh, you finally have a, you finally have an opponent uh, coming up this week um North Kansas city opponent that you're familiar with. Um, it was a game that uh, you guys really, it was you guys, it was all Pike County in the first half, but then in the second half it was all North Kansas city. So um, I bet you, you probably have got the urge probably to play these guys again and definitely um, redeem that loss off rede- definitely redeeming that loss. And, um, Coach, just talk about um, North Kansas City as far as the scouting report and um, what can we expect from the football game on Friday.
0: Yeah, I mean you're you're right in the in, w- in what you just said. I mean, very rarely in this game, it it, it seems like um, you know a lot of times you, if you if you stub your toe and, and lose a game, you don't get an opportunity to redeem that. And obviously, we do uh, with this week. You know, at the same time though, we're attacking it more as as uh, you know, any timer that we do in the playoffs. And and it really doesn't matter who it is, we're gonna approach them the same way mentally and and uh and have our kids dialed in which which I think they are. Um but uh but yeah they're you know it's a it's a great team. You know, it's a, a very solid opponent. They're uh extremely skilled in uh in a few of the in a few of the skill positions, very athletic and, and uh just and play hard. Um, they do a great job with their scheme. Their offensive scheme is is very complex. They run the ball the majority of the time, but but they put several different formations and sets together, um, and, and you know, and try to get you misaligned and then be able to take advantage of it. So, um, with, with with Coach Douglas down there, he's a tremendous coach, and uh, the kids will be very well prepared for it. We know that going in.
1: Well, absolutely. Um, Coach Hoots, I want to thank you once again for um, joining the podcast here. Um second week in a row that you joined. Uh, definitely um, hitting this um, Class 5 District 8 very hard here the next several weeks. So um, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And um, good luck to you and your boys against North Kansas City.
0: I appreciate it. Well, uh, hopefully things do the go right. We'll talk again next week.
1: And a huge thank you to Platte County Coach Boots for coming on the show once again. We also did have an opportunity to talk with North Kent City Hornet head coach Leon Douglas about the same matchup. We talk about um, this game against Platt County, the week four game against the Pirates, and what the practice was like last week. We'll talk to our head coach Leon Douglas right now. And we're here on the Clifnos podcast. We are talking class five district eight semifinal football. We got North Kent City head coach Leon Douglas back on with us. How you doing coach?
2: Doing good. How are you, sir?
1: I'm doing great. I am district semifinals where I'm, we're one step closer on the road to Jefferson city, my friend. So, um, coach, um, let's talk about last week real quick. Um, you guys were supposed to play Oak park last week, but, um, news broke that, um, Oak park, um, had to forfeit their season last week. So you guys didn't get a chance to play. So, um, coach, um, how did you guys handle that adjustment? And, um, what were some of the things that you guys were able to work on in practice definitely prepared for this week?
2: Well, uh, you know, I would say they – I wouldn't say they forfeited their season. I'd just say, you know, they had a close to it considering, you know, they did get a chance to play uh majority of their games. Uh, I think that's something that we got to also keep in mind considering that, Absolutely. you know, just a few months ago we didn't know if we all were going to have that opportunity to play and whatnot. Uh, for us, you know, I challenge our kids immediately to really be, you know, respectful and empathetic and understand the situation. Uh, because real re- realistically, everybody's still in that same boat um, to where you could have your season cut short uh, due to, you know, a factor related to COVID-19. And so um, with that pressure, I just want to keep making sound and healthy decisions in our personal lives and from the perspective of preparing for, you know, uh, an opponent as worthy and as accomplished as Platt County, you know, you really, you know, you you need the opportunity, you know, definitely to rest up and get back to 100% as best you can. Uh, But also to put a little bit more work in the film room, you know, to go back and, you know, understand what they were doing, to understand what they do considering we did have the opportunity to play them early in the year, I think back in a uh, week four.
1: So um, coach, let's go ahead. Let's talk about Platte County. Now, um, they are your guys' opponent in the um, semifinals. Um, really? You know, it was a tale of two halves. Let's say um, Platte County dominated the first half. You guys dominated the second half and on the way to a, um, I think it was 42 to 37 was the final there. So, um, uh, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong on that, but um, you guys were able to pick up a victory there. So, um, talk about the scouting report as far as um, Platt County and um, what can we expect on Friday in the second go around?
2: It's going to be an, an awesome uh, class five uh, Missouri football game. Uh, you talk about two teams who have been very successful the last few years. Um, you know, Platt County has been in the state championship. Uh, last year and I believe the previous year before that, they may have been there or, or you know, a finalist or whatever. So uh, definitely a game uh, that is is two worthy opponents, but I think it's also a game that has very unique contrasting uh, ways to score the football. You know, Platte County likes to throw it, and just as much as they like to throw it, we prefer to run it. And so I'd say, you know, this, get, this go-around is going to be very similar. You know what I mean? I don't expect them to come out and throw it any less, and I'm pretty sure they don't expect us to come out and run it any less. So it's going to be a ball game to where, you know, two defenses are going to have their hands full and uh, special teams and other aspects of the game uh, are going to be very vital as well. As you can see, you know, that first game, we were able to have a a um, kickoff return for a touchdown and block the field goal for a touchdown. And so those were some, some key moments within the game that, you know, hopefully we can continue to build on and be special in the special teams department as well.
1: Absolutely. I think it would be a special game on Friday, um, Coach. Uh, Coach Leon Douglas all with us from North Kansas City. Um, I want to thank you um, so much for um, coming on the podcast once again for the second straight week and uh, giving us your time and um, talking about your players and talking about your team. And uh, good luck to you and your boys on Friday.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you.
1: And a huge thank you to uh, North Kansas City head coach Leon Douglas for joining us here on the show. Next matchup on the schedule is the two seeded Park Hill South Panthers. They're going to be hosting the number three seeded Staley Falcons. We're going to start out our interviews for this game with Park Hill South head coach Alan Wilmus, and that's coming up right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We're continuing our preview of Class 5 District 8. We're here with Park Hill South head coach Alan Wilmus. Coach, how are you doing?
3: Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, coach, um, first thing that we like to do uh, for first-time guests is really get to know the coach a little bit, who Coach Willis is, um, where your coaching stops have been, and um, how you got to Park Hill South.
3: Okay. Um, well, I, I originally uh, was in St. Louis area, uh school called uh, Timberland, Class 5. Uh, we had some good players there. Monty Ball was one of them. The guy who was a Wisconsin running back and ended up getting drafted. And then I went to Francis Howe for a few years, and um, we had some final four runs and a state title game where we lost to Blue Springs in 2012. And then uh, my wife's family is from this area, and I played uh, college football at William Jewell. So we ended up coming over to Park Hill South, I think, around 2015, and... I was an assistant there, a D coordinator there for about four years, and then the last two years I've been the head coach.
1: Well, uh, coach, uh, let's talk about um, your 2020 um, season. Uh, first, we'll get into your players. Um, there's a there there may be some some fans that may not have got a chance to watch you guys play. Um, can you talk about uh, some of the players that, um, if they were to watch a game, whether it be live or whether it be on like a stream or something like that? Um,
3: um, who they would be? Um, who they would hear about on Friday night? Sure. Um, we can start with the offense um, first. With the O line, we got uh, two guys that are, you know, Division one talented offensive linemen. Uh, Braden Bartosh, who's really dominated uh, this year. He's been pancaking everybody on on the D line that he's faced for the most part. And then a, a junior, he's about 6'5", 270, Ethan Hellebush um he's had a really solid year too and continued and Braden's going to army Uh, he's committed to army so those two guys up front have really done the great job with pass pro and and us running the football we're averaging about 200 yards a game um Braden's brother Briggs Bartosh who's been out for the last couple weeks but um you know he's working his way back but he's a sophomore very explosive player plays running back and quarterback for us um he had about 700 yards the first five games and about 12 touchdowns. So when we get him back, he makes us a lot better for sure. Um, Gage Warren, number nine, a slot receiver. He's got offers from Navy, among other places. Uh, had a really good year for us. Um, catching the ball, but also played some running back when Briggs went out. Uh, he's a very explosive player. And then we have newcomer, uh, Mudia Um uh, His first year playing football. Um, great receiver he's got about 500 yards uh receiving this year um probably nine touchdowns his brother is playing at clemson right now as a kid we had a couple years ago but Mudio made the transition from soccer to football so he's a junior uh, but he's a big time player for us so and last but not least probably our uh, quarterback nathan rico um, only his second year playing football he's a junior and you know he's kind of Really finished strong for us the last couple games. He's thrown about 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions through conference play. And, um, you know, it was really kind of the second half of the season lit it up for us and just kind of finalized our offense. So our offense has done great this year. We're really excited about those guys. They're getting better each week. We have some good players. Um, defensively, uh, the defense has come on strong, got better each week, um, you know, after our first couple games. Um, the guys that kinda lead the defense, RJ Mitchell, he's a defensive end for us, senior. Um, he's got about seven sacks, does a really good job uh being physical and on the line of scrimmage. We have two really top notch linebackers, Zach Snyder and Jamari Westbrook, who have been running around making a ton of tackles, very physical kids. And uh in the secondary, I'd say Alano Alvarez, Andrew Horton um Have done a really good job of playing safety for us among among the other guys. Um, you know our defense. You know they're, they're just real disciplined. They do a great job of playing hard and and asking what we do. And um you know it's it's really worked out well this year. The kids have worked hard, and each week we've gotten better. So you know here we are sitting eight and two going into district play. So we're excited.
1: Well, coach, uh, I'm telling you, let's talk about your guys' regular season as far as the schedule is concerned. Um, Coach, uh, this team started one and two uh, this season, but you guys have rattled off wins ever since. You guys have really got hot down the stretch. Um, earned the number two seed in the district. Um, just um, quickly, just uh, summarize your summarize your guys' regular season.
3: Yeah, um, you know we we lost uh, some good players last year, so with the with the COVID kind of going on, we we really weren't able to have the our normal summer where we get to go out and compete against other schools, you know, at camps or just scrimmages. And so that kind of held our offense back and our, our quarterback development back a little bit. Um So when we started, you know, we started off with Platt County. They're a great team. Obviously, they're the number one team in our district. Um, we weren't quite ready, you know, as a team, Um, you know. And, and even playing Green Valley, our other team that beat us, um, you know, they're a great team too, and that was week three. And so we needed a few weeks to kind of, you know, just to get better and, and just to compete and uh you know and in and each week you know, our coach and staff just worked on improving here and there and just working towards the end of the season and you know it kind of clicked for us after Grain Valley and you know we've been successful ever since so um it's been a good run we're hoping to keep it going and we just try to tell the kids hey let's go 1 and 0 each week and that's kind of our goal
1: that's, that's all you can do coach just go 1 and 0 for the week um Coach, um, let's let's get into districts now. Um, obviously, you guys were supposed to play St. Joe Central um, last week. Unfortunately, St. Joe Central had to um, close out their regular season, not really the way they wanted it. So you guys uh, got to move on to the um, district semifinals, where you guys are going to be playing daily this week, a team that you guys beat in the regular season. But this is a football program that, is, that has a lot of tradition ever since they opened up. So, um Give your scouting report as far as the Falcons and uh, what can we expect from this football game on Friday?
3: Uh, Well, first I think it's going to be a great game. You know, um, coach light, you know, his, uh, his football program, you know, Staley, they do a great job. I mean, like you said, they're, they're kind of, you know, one of the top uh, football programs in Kansas city and in the Northland area. And, you know, every time people, other teams will play them, they're going to give them their best shot because, you know, they've, they've been the best for a while. So, um, you know, Staley is a very talented team. Uh, they got a great receiver in number four. I know he plays some defense as well. I think Rohan Hill is his name. Um, but you know, offensively they got several great running backs. You know, they have two quarterbacks they use that kind of, uh, move around the pocket well and find ways to make plays. And defensively they're always well coached. Their D coordinator does a great job. Um they're well coached. They have some great defensive backs some solid D linemen, some solid linebackers. They're just a solid team. And, you know, I think they have really kind of came together and started peaking around the right time, you know, in the playoffs. So I I think it's going to be a really good game. You know, our kids are ready. Um, So I think it's going to be a great high school football game, to be honest.
1: Oh, absolutely. Should be a fun game. Should be a fun district. So, uh, Coach Wellness, um, I want to thank you so much for uh, giving me a few minutes of your time for for the first time. And um, good luck to uh, you and your boys on Friday.
3: Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate all you do for high school football, too.
1: Thank you so much, Coach Wilmus, for joining the show. Um, like I did mention, we also have um, an interview with Staley Head Coach Phil Light um, talking about his story, talking about the game against Park Hill South this week, and a look back at their season. So um, here's our interview with um, Staley Coach Phil Light right now. And we're here on the Cliff Dose Podcast. We're talking Class 5 District 8 football. For the first time, we got the head coach of the Staley Falcons on with us. Phil Light, how are you doing?
4: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me.
1: Always a pleasure. Uh, coach, um, first thing that we like to do before we uh, move on to the team and stuff like that is for a first-time guest, we'd like to get to know the coach a little bit, who Coach Light is. Uh, talk about your uh, coaching career and um, how you got to Staley.
4: Well, you know, I, I started – I always knew I wanted to be a football coach back in the day. Um, I, I grew up in a small town called Mount Pleasant, Iowa, and uh, um, I was so – I guess inspired by my high school coaches, Bob Evans and Bob Jensen at that time, and I knew I wanted to get into education and uh, be a teacher and a coach, and and that's what really directed me. I went to William Penn College up in Iskaloosa, Iowa back in the day, Uh, got my degree there, came down with a guy named Chuck Litteris uh, to kind of uh, reboot a program at Murrayville High School at that time. So I did my graduate work for a guy named Jim Redd at Northwest Missouri State, and in the afternoons, I worked for Coach Litteris at the high school. And uh, uh found myself a couple of years later at Nottoway Holt High School um, for about four years, coaching eight man football. And it just kind of bounced around at, at a few schools. But uh, uh, I joined up with a guy named Fred Bouchard at Culver Stockton College back in the day. Um, and, uh, you know, um, coached college ball with him for two, two years. And we. We left uh, when we got out of college, uh, kind of went our separate ways, and I ended up joining him back a couple years later um, at Harrisonville where we had a a nice run of state titles uh, down there. And, um, you know, we had a lot of success there, and we were able to, uh, you know, Coach, he was heavily recruited for this job back at Staley in 2008. And, you know, I just kind of was asked if I'd be interested in joining him up here, and that's kind of how I found myself at Staley High School.
1: So, oh, definitely, uh, Coach, um, I want to talk about Staley High School. You know, this uh, uh, I couldn't remember the exact year the school opened, but it didn't open, you know, not terribly too long ago. But ever since they've opened, this is a football team that has tasted success over and over again. When you're talking about Coach Bouchard and you're talking about yourself, obviously some great football teams and some great players have come out of the school. Definitely talk about inheriting a – football program like this in such a short amount of time has become a Kansas City power.
4: Well, you know, the school opened up in two thousand eight when they uh, had marching bands and Clydesdale horses and jumped out of perfectly good planes to celebrate the opening of that school and and I've been here since day one and uh you know the one thing about it is you gotta to be successful you gotta have the right kind of support in place and, and we just felt like uh you know, football-wise and the X and O's and, and all that, we had we had those answers. We had those things coming from Harrisonville. Um, we just felt like, you know, you have to have the right support, and, and we did. You know, we had uh, at that time Todd White was our uh, superintendent, and Clark Mershon was our uh, head principal here at, high, at Saley High School. And, and uh, you know, we just – you don't get too many opportunities to start a program from the ground up. So, we were able just to instill what we thought um, back then was, you know, going to lead us to success. And, you know, you just got to go to work, and we did that. And, you know, uh, Fred did a great job of hiring the staff, and, and um, you know, I, I was assistant head coach um, most of those years. Um, I just took over in 2016 uh, as the head when he left and went to central office. But really it comes down to, having support, you know, uh, administrative support, um, you know, support from parents, kid, you know, just all around. And, and we were blessed to have some really good kids and, and, uh, you know, we good coaches and just coaches that pour great things into kids each and every day. And, and we was just able to get things rolling. Um, you know, we didn't have any seniors our first year and, uh, so we had those kids around for a couple of years before they graduated, and we just were able to plant that, plant those seeds, and uh, really take root. And that's really what's happened at Staley. We've had a lot of success. We've been truly blessed. And you got to have, uh, you know, it's it's more than the x and those, it's the Jimmys and Joes. And uh, you know, we just were able to uh, put some things together over these years and have a lot of success.
1: Well, Coach, let's talk about the 2020 Staley Falcons. Uh, first of all, I want to get into uh, your kids. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of people. In the, there may be some people in this area that have never seen your football team play, either live or on a stream, how they're doing it now these days with um, the times that we're in right now. But, um, Coach, talk about some of the um, players on your football team that um, that stand out that, you know, they may see or hear about on Friday night.
4: Well, I, I think it starts, you know um... – We've always been known for defense, and uh, we have, um, you know, we we have some really good kids on defense. You know, um, Keegan Cooey is a secondary player for us. He's one of our leading tacklers in in our cover four scheme, and and David Lewis is the other safety. Those guys are really – they make all the calls in the backfield. And then we have a linebacker who's a two-year starter for us, Braden Robertson, that sets the front. And then we just have – we, we find ourselves in a unique situation that we are really young with some juniors and seniors that are playing for us. And, uh, you know, it's their turn to shine. It's their, their time in the sun, so to speak. And we are, the defense has been our strength that's kept us in ball games as well as special teams. But those are some of the guys we, we have numerous guys, but those are the, some of the keys and on offense, it starts with the quarterback, you know, Jerry Fowler is a young man that uh, found himself starting um, in uh, the second round of the uh, district playoffs due to an injury last year, and he came in and he led us to the semifinals. And uh, he's been our starter all year, um, has done a great job of of leading our football team and has really grown in that position and throws a really good ball. Um, We we just have um, up front we have some big kids that have really – you know, we always talk about that yard and a half up front, but the that offensive line has improved so much uh, throughout the course of the year, and that was really a, an inexperienced group for us that has just, you know, in the last few weeks have really dominated in the run game. Um, we just have, um, you know, uh, Rajon Hill is a, a Division I, uh wide receiver for us. Um, he's new to our program this year, and uh, he, he can vertically stretch the field has done a great job for us, um, and you know it's about getting your playmakers the ball in space and that's just really what we've been able to do here um, consistently in the last four weeks and uh, we just we want that to continue so um, I'm blessed with uh outstanding kids that play hard um, coaches who do a great job, and uh, you know we just what we what we're known for is be able to run the ball and control the ball, uh, use tempo and spread you horizontally horizontally and vertically and play the heck out of defense and just be sound in the kicking game. That's that's what we're known for.
1: Well coach, let's talk about the schedule now. Obviously, you know, your guys' season. Um, Coach, um, you guys have actually won five out of your last six games. You guys have been playing some great football here lately. Um talk about just give a short summary of your guys' season so far?
4: Well, I can tell you, we play one of the toughest schedules in the state of Missouri. Um, we don't play any slouches by any means. You know, we started week one at Columbia Rock Bridge. We find ourselves playing um, Liberty North. who's having a great season. Um, you know, we we just play a lot of class sixes on our schedule. And we feel like we're okay with that um, because it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And we're still playing right now. And we feel like it's just helped us prepare for district football. And, uh, you know, we just feel like, uh, you know, those battle scars in the regular seasons is just going to make us stronger. And we learn from our mistakes. Uh, um, they're at those times. And we just found ourselves to be able to get on a roll. And we feel like we're peaking at the right time. And it has to do with the competition we play.
1: So, uh, Coach, let's get into districts now. Um you guys, uh, it was able to advance last week with a victory over Forto Sage. Um, let's talk about the second round game against Park Hill South, the district semifinals. This is a football team that you guys have played earlier in the year. Um, came up short against on the scoreboard, but um, Coach, talk about um the scouting report as far as Park Hill South, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday?
4: Well, I can tell you right now, it's going to be fast and physical. Um. It always has been when we play those guys. It's just a physical ball to, uh, ball game. Um, up front, offensively, they have a big offensive line. They're going to zone. Uh, they're going to mash you. You know, they're just mauler-type guys. They're physical. And um, they do a really good job of getting off the football as well as protecting the quarterback. You know, uh, wide receiver, they have several receivers. You know, they have uh, four receivers out there that are going to give you fits just because – one, they're they're fast, they're quick, they're athletic, and they got great hands. And they've, they're going to use a, a couple of backs. They've got a uh, you know a speed back. They've got a couple of physical type runners you know that they'll put back there. But really, I'm impressed with their quarterback, who's been able to um, make some plays. You know, he, he'll extend the he'll extend the play with his feet. He'll step up in the pocket and, and make great throws out of the pocket. But uh, you know, uh, defensively. They're a multiple front. You know, we see them in a 40, uh, 4-2 look, 4-3 ish look um, with two high, one high safeties. Um, you know, we fully expect them to get in an eight-man front because we're going to run the football, and we expect that. So, um, and, and besides that, they'll get in, they'll jump into an odd stack and 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 go one high and two high on you. Um, they're just athletic. You know, I'm impressed with your uh, inside linebacker, and they're outside linebackers who can cover guys in space. But really, it's, it, it goes back to the offensive line. It goes back to their defensive line. They're big and they're physical, and they give them people fits. And, uh, you know, we feel like uh, going into this ball game, um we miss some opportunities the first time we play them. But uh, we, we feel like, um, you know, there's some things that we're going to try to take advantage of, um That we see on film, and it's just like you know that's part of our game plan um that we we just want to be able to uh you know control that line of scrimmage, be able to run the ball but uh, they're they're a very good football team they're playing really really confident, and um you know they just um we have seen them on film just out athlete teams, and uh of course that's a concern for everyone
1: oh. Well. Coach Light, I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving me a little bit of your time to talk about your football team and your kids. Um, I want to say good luck to you and your kids this Friday night against Park Hill South. And once again, thank you for coming on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate you. Big thank you to Staley Coach Phil Light um, for joining the show. Um, that will do it as far as Class 5. Um, Short and sweet, we got up um, two matchups for the district semifinals. Um, next week, we'll be back here talking week 12 and talking district championship at class five, district eight. Until then, take care, everybody.